So we made the announcement at HeavyCon of the 2016 Golden Elephant Award winner, but we really didn't do anything else. Yeah, we we really should have had this pod blast ready for y'all last week. But uh, yeah, hey, live and learn. So here we are, the 2016 Golden Elephant Award winner announcement. All right, so let's go over the finalists first. So we have... 1822, The Railways of Great Britain by Simon Cutforth. An Infamous Traffic by Cole Worley. The Colonists by Tim Pools. Millennium Blades by D. Brad Talton. Pax Renaissance by Matt and Phil Eklund. And last but certainly not least, Tramways by Albin Viard. So before we get into the official Golden Elephant Award announcement, I figure, you know, let's start with the people's choice, yeah? Yeah. So this consists of the Heavy Cardboard patrons as well as all the attendees of HeavyCon, which is about 300 folks in total there, right? Everyone got three votes to distribute between the six finalists as they saw fit, however they wanted to. Yep, and it came down to the slimmest of margins with... Albin Viard's Tramways winning the 2016 People's Choice Golden Elephant Award. It was 128 to 126 over the colonists. It was crazy. And it really was pretty close between the other four, Mm -hmm. but there was definitely a gap between the other four finalists in those two. Yeah. So definitely a big heartfelt congratulations to Albin for awesome design. Mm -hmm. Well done on tramways, sir. Definitely. And small city, but that's not (laughs) talking about that for this year. All right. Now comes a big announcement of the official 2016 Golden Elephant Award. But before we do, let's go over a little bit what makes up the award. Yeah, so for the most part, the part of the hobby that we enjoy and which bore this show was overwhelmingly ignored by any meaningful award. So just like how we started this podcast, we decided, well, we're filling a niche with the podcast. Mm -hmm. Let's fill a niche with the award. And so... There we are. We saw something lacking, so we chose to try and fill it. And that's where the Golden Elephant Award comes from. Previous winners are Madeira, Arkwright, and Food Chain Magnate. Yep. And the rough criteria. Now, this this is not a hard and fast, but it gives folks a good idea. Gives you a frame of reference. Right. um, What we're looking for and what we're going to be, quote unquote, judging a game off of which is mm-hmm. depth of the of analysis and planning depth of gameplay game length which does play a, a factor here it does and, and low luck factor yep opacity of decisions and interaction which that's kind of a really big one we want you know the butterfly effect the the effect of your decisions now matter later on in a game right innovation and uni- uniqueness of the mechanisms and theme Kind of self-explanatory. Right. And last but not least, the enjoyment factor. Yeah. How much did we enjoy? Notice, didn't say fun. It's just enjoyment. Enjoyable. Because, well, very similar to fun. Everybody gets their enjoyment in different ways. Mm-hmm. Reprints are ineligible. And the first year that the game is physically available, that year is when it's going to be considered for the award. Right. So... This year, fourth year in the awards, the awards existence, I have to say it was the hardest of the bunch of the previous years to decide. Well, since you have more experience doing this, you've done it all four years. I've only done it the last two, so I don't really have like a lot to go back on. <laughs> but at the same time, you also understood and you were a part of the discussion because you were a part of the group that right. was playing all these and games there, over and over again. In all the years previously, there has been a clear cut, 
hey, wow, as soon as the game comes out, hits the table, we play it a couple times, this is the Golden Elephant Award winner. Or at least a likely, right. you know, a good chance at it. Yeah, definitely. This year, there wasn't any of that. No. It was, a uh, wow, this is really good. This mm-hmm. could be. But there was no, okay, this is a cut and dried winner no. this year. So you want to have the honor? All right. So there were many a discussion and many disagreements through the months leading up to HeavyCon about, yep. <laughs> about which game was the most deserving. And ultimately, a consensus was reached. And the 2016 Golden Elephant Award goes to <gasps> 1822, The Railways of Great Britain by Simon Cutforth. Congratulations, Simon, as well as congratulations to Scott Peterson of mm-hmm. All Aboard Games, the publisher of mm-hmm. the game. Who was actually at HeavyCon and accepted the award on Simon's behalf. He did, or at least temporarily. We took it back from him so we can actually yes. give it to Simon. We let him have it for a little while. Right. He slept with it for a couple of days <laughs> and that was that. Ultimately... We felt that this was the game that most exemplified what the Golden Elephant Award represents, which is the best game released in 2016. Mm -hmm. Now, there's been a fair amount of discussion in our guild, Facebook, Reddit, and other places uh, on the, just on the Golden Elephant Award in general. And we figured we would, you know, touch on some of this because, well... Frankly, I, I would like a larger discussion on mm-hmm. this and, and to give you all our where we're at and to get y'all's feedback on this. So first off, about the fact that the final judges are just us. It's just me and Amanda, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I definitely don't think that we are the definitive voices for this end of the hobby. However, we also don't want to make the award the award a popularity contest. The moment that happens, some of these games that reside on the periphery, they really get overlooked just like they always were overlooked, and it defeats the whole purpose of the award. At the same time, the award's not about the most hipster game out there. It's simply about the best games from the heavy gamer's perspective. The end. Now, while Amanda and I are the two that are the ones voting on this right now, we get a ton of input. We get a lot of input, whether it's from our local game group, whether it's the guild over on BGG, whether it's our patrons. I mean, we're talking hundreds of different yeah. people here. I mean, the guild alone has 1,500. The patrons over 200. HeavyCon had 100. We're getting a lot of input. Now, granted, less input from HeavyCon attendees while they're there because the award's already been decided right, right. at that point. But leading up to that, we're getting tons of input. Now... We have discussed how to include more judges into the process, but then the main problem stems from how do we choose folks who were both knowledgeable about the hobby, but they're also going to have enough time and wherewithal to play all the reasonably expected games and play them enough to form an, to make an informed decision or an informed opinion about these games. How do we go about doing that? It's just, it's hard because I don't know of anybody in the industry that's going to have the same amount of time that we do to play these games. They have businesses to run. They have other things. Games to design. I mean, we've thought about bringing in different designers. We've thought about bringing in different publishers or... Former winners. Right. But the problem is, do you really think publishers are going to have time to play all these other games and do so enough? Or designers? No. Okay. So then how do we limit... I mean, 
For instance, 1822, when I talked to Scott about the game after it was announced, I asked him, how many copies have been sold? How many do you think, Amanda? Well, I already know, so I can't. Oh, really. It's 160. There are 160 games of this in existence. Does that become hipster? I hope not. It just so happens that it just did, doesn't, I mean, it's, it, it, it's print on demand. Right. It's one dude making them by himself, and that's that. Mm-hmm. Does that mean we should discount it because it's not, you know, picked up? Because it's not mass market, right? It's not the. It, it doesn't have asthma day behind it. Is that, is that a good reason to exclude it? If so, then what are we doing with this podcast? And what are we doing with this YouTube exactly. channel? Why? Why does it exist? Mm-hmm. Why should these games get any kind of recognition? Then, if that's the case, and I completely disagree with mm-hmm. that, but the fact is. How do we make this a more inclusive decision process? I don't know that we do, and I don't know what the answer is. But as it is right now, this is what it is. I mean, I like how we did it. What we did this year with the people's choice and with our decision, because ultimately, this is our podcast. This is our award. It's our decision to be made onto how it's voted on. How who who was the winner? I'm not wholly opposed to that, but at the same time, I also think that including other opinions in this process, even though we do, just not formally, Mm -hmm. I think would lend credence and weight behind the award itself. Possibly, but again, we get into that popularity contest scenario of, take, for example, the baseball all-star game. The best player isn't going to get voted in. It's whoever has the most rabid fan base. That's true. Derek Jeter always got in as an American League shortstop. Should he have been there? No, but he was every single year. Some years, but I get I get your you point. Know what I, I mean? totally get it. Right. But like, sure, like his last year, he had no range. He should not have been in there. But he had the most votes because he had the biggest fan base. So if we start, I just, I'm afraid of the snowball effect of we start to let other people decide and other people help decide. How does that, what happens then? And... and- These are the questions that we've been struggling with. Mm -hmm. So if you have feedback on this, then please, by all means, let us know. As it is, I think we've gotten it right pretty much every year. But then again, obviously, we would since we chose it. Kind of going to think that. (laughs) In hindsight, looking back at the previous years, I I feel like I can stand behind every single decision Mm -hmm. and every single winner. So that feels good. Maybe there can be some quibbling about oh, this didn't get to be a finalist, or why was this a finalist? Ultimately, the winners, though, I feel real real good about. Good. So, yeah, that's the uh, 2016 Golden Elephant Award winners. Next year, when we award this at HeavyCon 2018, mm-hmm. about 30 minutes after we award it, we will drop the pod blast yes. for this so that we're a little bit more... I don't know, timely with it. So it wasn't some big conspiracy as to hold this back or anything like that. It was simply, oops, on yeah, the timing. We, got, we should have we done that and we didn't. So, we didn't. Yeah. Lesson learned, move on. That's all we can do. Pretty much. Yep. So, all right. So I'm sure there's going to be a ton of feedback on this, uh, both positive and negative. Mm-hmm. So we look forward to hearing it. Contact at Heavy Cardboard or just Google Heavy Cardboard and you'll find a myriad of ways to get in contact with us. Everything's on heavycardboard.com. So let us know your thoughts and what you feel like should have been the winner. And more importantly, not more importantly, but equally importantly, I would like to know of the six finalists, 
How many of those have you played? Yeah, I'd like to hear that as well. It should make for interesting discussion mm-hmm. next episode. Cool. We'll catch you guys next week. And thanks a lot for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.